We here, we out here, we out here. Hello guys, welcome to another session of introspecting in public. So yeah, my name is Tommy Lisk, as usual. And today I have another interesting guest. He's my best friend, but you would say I call everybody my best friend. But yeah, his name is Ayomide Abdukabriu Olanio, but we all call him Iwenzo, and he's an amazing writer. But yeah, so Ay, please introduce yourself to everyone. Hi guys. Well, how do I introduce myself? Okay. Yeah, my name is Ayomide. Everyone calls me Iwenzo. I don't even remember how I got the name, but yeah, everyone calls me Iwenzo. And I'm a writer, I don't know about amusing, but yes, I did try my best. So, what else? I cannot be telling people about my family. Yeah, yeah sometimes I'm an A&R. I work with artists. Oh, like musicians? Yeah, like musicians. So, yeah, I called you an amazing writer, and I think that, for me, that's one of your medium of expression that I really appreciate. Um, where would you say you get your I don't want to say inspiration but really like ideas from <sighs> yeah so I have this nasty habit of like imagining myself in other people's stories and what I mean by this is like imagine me in an Uber going out Okay. And say I see somebody, a random person, like on the road. You know, the person is probably just looking lost, holding okay. their bag. And then I'll just imagine what it's like to be there. And then I just feel like, you know, people go around and nobody tells their stories. And it doesn't, like, it doesn't mean they are not important, right? So I just, I think of something like that and I just start to rise just from there. Pen to paper. Yeah. I mean, that, that's what happens most times when I write, like, fictional stories. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. But when you write... Yeah, like, when I write about music, like, is how I feel. Maybe I listen to, like, something I like, and I just feel... Maybe I have, like, goosebumps from listening. And it just uh, makes me feel something. Like, probably the artist is singing about his life experiences. Like Dave, someone like Dave, a rapper. You know, and I just, I'm like, oh, man, this guy's talking about something interesting. And then I just become very interested in the artists, you know, what makes them and their story, basically. I mean, I love stories. So you write about, like, people, so fictional stories, you write about music. What other things do you write about? Yeah, I write personal essays, too, because most times my... I don't know how to like deal with my emotions, you know, and then the best way to like bring those emotions to life for me is to write about them. So yeah, that's like the inspiration behind my... That's the inspiration behind... Most of my personal writings. Yeah. Mm. Like you not... Sorry, can you come again? You yeah, said... so like... Let me give you an example. Like, okay. there was a time I was writing about detachments. Okay. Yeah, and it was because I was feeling something, and I didn't know how to 
I didn't know how to talk about the emotion. Like, I didn't know what exactly the emotion was. But when I started writing what I was writing, yeah. I found out that I wanted to write. I was feeling detached. Oh. Yeah, so writing led me down to... So, like, writing is your means of, at least to an extent, your yeah. means of understanding yourself better. better. Yeah. That's interesting. So that means, yeah, sometimes that you're just thinking of something and you decide to, like, you know, just type away. Yeah. And then when you're done typing, it tells you a lot of things yes, about what yeah. you're feeling. Yeah. Wow. That's, that's interesting. I guess. Yeah, it's very interesting well, for me. Yeah, okay. um, So, like, the consistent thing to your personal writing is mostly your feelings. Yes, I would say so. Yes, because I don't... I mean, I spend a lot of time in my head. Okay. So... And that's just how to bring those, that's how to make sense of those thoughts. Okay. And yeah, thoughts and emotions, basically. It's interesting. I've always wondered about how people, you know, make sense of their thoughts, how Uh they arrange it, how they, but I think for some people, just putting them into papers, as in into words, you know, kind of like makes sense to you for them. Yeah. So I I want to ask one question. What's one personal thing you have written that, in fact, fictional or whatever it is that you have written that's like gave you a very big discovery about yourself? Mm, that's a very good question. Um, okay. There's a story I wrote about how like writing for a living mm-hmm. can be depressing because for someone like me, I'm very uh, self-conscious. Okay. And when I write, I, I mean, before I wrote that article, I used to wonder why I don't like sharing my writing. Mm. Yeah. So when I started writing an article, I realized that having to write every day, and because I was writing mostly from my, I mean, I was writing opinion pieces, and I had to write from my experience. And so I realized that the reason why it was depressing for me was because I had to share myself. Mm. I had to share myself through my writing. Yes, I get you. So, and... It was taking it too long. And you haven't given repeated opinions yeah, about things that you might not even really necessarily want. Yeah. So it was really, it was draining for me because I don't like sharing myself. And so. You don't like sharing yourself, or you don't like sharing yourself with things you can't connect. Which like, is I it? don't like sharing my. Even when I post, like, my personal stories. Okay. It takes me a lot of, like. Mm. I have to think through it and say, ah. So. Writing that story made me realize that there's a there's a gap between my ability to write and my need to publish my work. Okay, I guess so, I you, I Yeah, you, I and I feel like that has been like the biggest battle. That's that has been like the biggest battle yeah, for been, you to face. Yeah, as a writer. As a writer. Yeah. Interesting. So that was something that you writing your feelings yeah, I about, write about it to find out that made you find out yeah, about that, that that was what I was going to show because I didn't I was just so confused yeah. that why that was wake up dreamed well I, I think it's because you writing in that way makes you vulnerable yeah to an extent that even you you're not yet aware of oh, yeah. writing and then when yeah. you're done having to put that side out, out there and yeah. I know a lot of people are Exactly. <laughs> in fact, humanity and vulnerability is something don't that together, yeah. don't go well together. So I think that's why it's... I can imagine the battle that you really, really do have yeah, to go to. It's a serious battle, actually. 
But would you say it has become easier? Yeah, or, I, not easier, but I think I've gotten to that point. So I'm like, I'll like what I see, uh, what we've said. I'll do it while I'm scared. Oh, okay. I'll do it while experience what I'm experiencing because like is a necessity. I mean, I see it as a necessity because what's the point of writing all those things and keeping it to yourself? So like, the idea is to help people see pers- another perspective because yeah, obviously yeah, people go through a lot of things yeah. and they don't know how to like, they are not, I don't say equipped, people don't know how to like really deal with, with those things. Yeah, and I feel like, I mean, I've gotten enough feedback to know that some people read my work and are like, oh yeah, I'm yeah. feeling this way. I remember reading your work one time and I cried. It was not even oh, yeah. a personal story, it yeah. was a fictional story. You know, and the cry was good for me at that point yeah. in time. So yeah. yeah so no matter how vulnerable I feel, I just know that I mean I have some essays that I've not published because of this same battle. Hmm. But I know somewhere inside of me that I'm going to publish them. Hmm. Because I wrote those stories. Or those stories came to life for a reason mm. and i'm not going to let my vulnerability stop mm-hmm. that's yeah. that's a lot of battle <laughs> well done she, um warrior Iwenzo. <laughs> <laughs> so um when when did you start writing mm, okay i started writing i started writing officially let me know officially. I when, started, when did you start writing? I don't need an official. Yeah, yeah. I started writing in 2014. Started writing in 2014. Yeah, I started with poetry actually. Mm. Oh, funny story. I started with a love letter. You started with a love letter? Yes. I wrote a love letter to my then girlfriend, Bellomi. You wrote the love? Wow, interesting. Yeah. And I wrote that love letter because when I met her, I, I mean, I didn't really think so I knew myself. I just thought I was a, you know, normal guy. But she made me feel like I was very special. Hmm. Yeah. And I wrote about it. Interesting. Yeah. So that's like one person that, even if you guys are not together, at least for that thing. Yeah, for that thing, I'm very, very, very grateful to her because she made me feel really, really special. Shout out to Kwelumi. <laughs> yeah, shout out to Kwelumi. <laughs> wow, interesting. Yeah, but then, so, I mean, I found out that I had written... Mm, even Sometime. before that time yeah so apparently i started a blog in, when i was in like secondary school oh okay i started one blog at school where i was writing about sports because I, I used to like football a lot so like secondary school like what at what class or what level i think i was in like ss2 ss2 yeah interesting so i found that post and i was like ah madu i mean it was not very coherent but i was like ah that means I wanted to do. Oh, okay. But you were passionate about sports then? Yeah, I was very passionate about sports. Ah, I liked football so much. Yeah, I know you like football. Yeah. So, like, um, what other means of expression do you have? Hmm. I don't think I have any other means of expression. Mm. Because I don't, I don't like talking. I mean... Except in a situation like this. Okay. I don't situation. Really, <laughs> <laughs> I don't really like talking. I don't know. Maybe it's because of the way I grew up, but I wasn't much of a talkative. And then I just grew up that way. 
So I don't express myself. Maybe if I could sing. Mm, that would have been another. Yeah, means. I would have gone for that. Mm. Yeah. So you said the way you grew up, you know, you didn't like talking. Is it that you didn't have someone to talk to or you didn't have someone to listen to you? I Boots. Boots. Yeah, because I grew up a lone child. Like, I didn't have siblings. And uh, I know Nigerian parents don't listen. Yeah, so, so uh, most of the time, like, I'm just always on my own. So, so I I'm know. Just writing things is a really big thing. Yeah, that's why I, I always say, like, writing changed my life because, like, I don't know what I want. If I didn't find a way to express some of the things that I experienced, I don't know what I would have become. Done. Yeah, because, I mean, like I said, I spend a lot of time in my head. So, but how do you relate with your friends and, say, close family members? Okay, so, I think I have this uh, comic side to me, right? Okay. Because I like to make jokes. And I think people... People like when you make jokes. I mean, when it's funny. I think that's one of the ways that I connect to my friends most times. Because those jokes, I don't even, I don't make jokes when I'm outside, when I meet people that I don't know. Oh, okay. Yeah, but like, when I start making jokes with people, I know that, okay, I think I've gotten comfortable around this person. And I'm not, I don't have the habit of like bringing up, like, I can find myself in a deep conversation, but I don't think I'm the person that would in necessarily that start conversation. Yeah, I mean, is it bad thing? Nobody should be that. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, for me, these days I don't like to define things as, as good or bad. Good or bad. Yeah. You know, it is just what it is. How you make use of it that yeah, it that becomes matters. that matters. So, would you say this? You said it's bad, so definitely you would have had a negative influence on your relationship with friends oh no no, no. i know it has i know it has, i know it has like you know i've met people that were willing to share themselves you know what I mean? but because of this reluctance to speak yeah. that somehow corrupted the relationship okay. and how did yeah. that make you feel <sighs> man i have this I've actually spoken to my friend about this one time. I don't know if he remembers. I asked him that, does he think I have, like, low self-esteem? Okay. But he said he doesn't think so. But I know I have, like, this negative way that I view myself. So when something like that happens, it's just, like, confirmation bias on me. Like, well, see, this is your bad behavior. So. But shouldn't that, like, ginger you to want to change this so-called <laughs> bad behavior? Yes, yeah, so... I mean, it's not easy to change. It's not easy to change when you feel like you are misunderstood. Yeah, let me just put that way. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So you are, you, are, you are going to change for people that will not even understand you. Yeah. So for you, so it's, it's, not, yeah, it's not it's what not, it is. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. That makes sense. You see that it's not necessarily a bad thing. It's something <laughs> in that I'm doing it. Now, I feel like it's, it's bad for social it's bad for socializing yeah. for your social life yes it's bad for your social life yeah but you have you have people you talk to you have people that can relate to you you have people that read your pieces yeah like when you publish yeah so i think it's different when people read your work that, that when you're, like you when talk to your friends to so i mean i feel like the people that i call my friends they've just come to accept me that way as you are yeah and they're like if he wants to talk, 
fine. If he's not going to talk, he's my guy. <laughs> so, so like that's all. That. Okay. Well, for me personally, I think that I would like if you talk more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I talking is something that is important to me. I don't talk a lot. Yeah. Do you understand? But I feel like that's how, for me, that's why I'm specifically saying me. That's how you kind of like. You'll be able to resolve some issues, resolve some things like mm-hmm. iron out things, understand each other better. Because I would not know what you're thinking in your head. Yeah. You will not know what I'm thinking in my head. Sometimes our actions are not necessary, like direct meaning to yeah. like how we feel. Do you get? Yeah. So I yeah, feel so like talking kind of like makes it gives like clarity. Yes, makes it better, gives clarity. Yes. Yeah. You said. So I don't know. I agree. I say I agree. <laughs> I agree. I, I can remember reading an article that you published and uh-huh. like yes, I know you. I would say I know you and but it, it kind of like gave me a broader version of the kind of person that you are. Mm-hmm. Do you understand? It kind of like will I say expanded my mind more to like Wenzel, do you yeah. understand? How you are how you feel as a person, mm-hmm. how you pick things, how you you know. It was mm-hmm. it was that clear for me. And I was like which article is that? Which article is that? Yeah. One article, I can't, I can't remember what the article oh, was okay. about. But it was, yeah. I think it was a personal article. It was recently. Okay. I messaged you and I was like, oh, well, I really loved Maybe, this, yeah, blah, 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 yeah. you know? Yeah. And you were just like, mm, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and for me, like, those are things that, aside reading on uh, Medium or on your Instagram, those are things that I would really like to talk to you about mm-hmm. do you understand but i also understand that it's not that straightforward yeah. you know there's a reason why people behave why or people do. there's yeah. a reason why people do what they, they do. do there's a reason why me too i do some things that i do do you understand yeah. and it's not as easy as somebody wanting you to talk for yeah. you to just talk so uh, the best i can do is try to read your piece force you to talk sometimes yeah lets you feel comfortable yeah and talking i feel like if i can find a way to so I have this, I don't know if it's a problem, okay. but it's kind of a difficulty for me. I think because I spend a lot of time in my head, mm-hmm. it helps me, that's really what helps me with my writing. That's what helps you with your writing? Yeah, because I do, I do a lot of mental like, writing. Yeah, I'm just, I do like, like, let's say I'm, I'm thinking of a subject or I'm trying to write something and then I'm thinking about it. I start to flesh it out in my head. Okay. Then I start to break down whatever process in my head. So I always feel like once I talk, I have to, uh, I have to forgo. I have to forgo that whatever I'm whatever fleshing. Whatever thoughts process that yeah. you're trying to iron out. Yeah, and I have to come back to it. Mm. And it's like a I'm, I'm trying to find a balance between talking, expressing myself, and directing other expression. Into yeah, your work. Into my work. Into your writing. Yeah. So, I, 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 I don't know what the English is, but like it's difficult for me. Is this something that part of my? Is this something that happens like say in real time? Like currently, you have something you're fleshing out in your head, yeah. and then someone asks you a question. A question about I mean, just someone asks you a random question, question. Why you're trying to process things in your head? Yeah. So it's like an interruption to your thought yeah. process. Yeah. So because of that, it makes it difficult for you to like. Yeah, because I know once I indulge the person, person the thing leaves that thing that I have to go back to it like later, and you might not, might not be able to. I mean, I've not 
I've not tried it consciously before. Mm-hmm. And the reason why I know that this happens to me is because I can write the same article three times. Okay. And I would write totally co- uh, completely different, different things. things. Yeah. And I really believe that your writing is best when it's coming straight from, from like, your heart. Yeah. So. So, so all those people that say, ah, Ewenzo is um, ignoring me or something like that, they <laughs> yeah. don't know that you're doing real work. They don't work. know most times I'm just in my head. Yeah. Real work in your head. Yeah. Yeah. So. I, I think for me, it's it's a much more clearer perspective. Do you understand? Yeah. I've, I've, I felt like you have ignored me a lot of times, but, and I feel like that's why it's essential that we know the people that yeah, we are relating same. with. Yeah. Do you understand? We understand their core values and things that really matter to them. I know that you're... I won't use the word nice, but I, I know that you have my best interest at heart and you won't necessarily want to hurt me. So if you're ignoring me, definitely, it's not... Out it's of not like, about me. Yeah. It's not because you're trying to hurt me. It's yeah. not because... So because of that, like, even when, like, it can be annoying, it makes me step back a bit and yeah. say, okay, I don't know what's... Let going on with this guy, guy but yeah. let me give him a space. He probably needs it. Yeah. And, okay, so, super con- uh, context to that. Mm-hmm. Most times when I wake up, okay. I have this internal battle that I'm fighting, like, oh, who are you? What have you done with your life so far? What's the next step for you? Is okay. that like, like you're going to be five years from now? Are you still going to be the same angry person, angry that you've not, you know, accomplished what you think you should accomplish and i feel like that consumes a lot of my mental space yeah. Yeah, in the morning and so like so those are the thoughts that visit you like some morning oh yes if not every morning so. interesting yeah so i just i'm like again this battle again oh like so and then it just spirals from there because I have to question myself again that are you not supposed to be beyond this kind of yeah like you you've read things that broadened your mind beyond this are you still going back so yeah that's too coupled with the fleshing out an idea in my head everything just turns into like yeah so it's like if you talk you fuck your brain up don't talk yeah calm down separate the yeah, exactly. Interesting. That's that's some that's some serious work. Yeah. So yeah, all, all these things that you listed is like a lot of work for someone to be doing very early in the morning. Mm-hmm. But I think that if these things are kind of like re- recurrent things every morning, mm-hmm. like you wake up every morning, you have to question who you are, you know, what you are doing, what you want to accomplish. Like, it means that, in some ways, there's something important about that scene to you. Yeah. Do you understand? It might not necessarily make sense at the end of the day, or mm-hmm. you might, but it means that at that moment, that is something that is very important to you. Why is it important to you? Like, to be able to, uh, to know that, oh, you know, you want to achieve this, you want to do this, you want to do that, you know, to have to question yourself. Why is that something that is important to you? Yeah, because I feel like if 10 years from now... Uh-huh. I still have to like ask myself the same questions I'm asking myself now. Yes. It feels like I've wasted your time. My time. Mm. 
and I have to differentiate between this thing I'm thinking about. Is it because I really, really, really want it? Or is it because somebody's telling me or because society or from somewhere sure, I've been conditioned to want it? Yeah, so I feel like if 10 years from now, maybe I do the thing that I feel like I should be doing. Mm-hmm. If 10 years from now, it turns out that that wasn't what I wanted. I, I don't think I'll be able to forgive myself. Mm. So for you, it's something that you have to be sure yeah, yeah, exactly. and have to kind of like work towards. Yeah. Interesting. So like, what are the things that you want to accomplish? Do you mind sharing? Yeah, yeah. So I want to, I want to publish okay. stories. Okay. I want to be known for writing stories. Mm-hmm. I want to own a media company. Okay. Yeah. I want to I want to start businesses, even if those businesses don't turn out to become the biggest businesses in the world. I just like anytime I see maybe like a problem and I yeah. think, oh, I think there should be a solution to this. I want to provide a solution. But I also have to fight it back so that what if I start doing that thing? And I mean it's not it's not like the biggest priority for me. Mm. Yeah, because like I read I heard something recently where the guy was like, so the guy used to be a business owner, used to have like startups, but he likes writing. So recently he called himself and he was like, why do you want to own businesses? So like he did like a priority list and he found out that writing, if there was one thing that he didn't do in like 10, 20 years from now, Mm. what will he regret the most not doing? And he found out that I was writing. He, He really wanted to establish himself as a writer and i i have that i have that feeling too like i feel like writing is the most important thing to me but there's also a part of my brain that still things out uh-uh, look at these things and you can just do them like which other things yeah like oh, starting a media company oh yeah okay. or like starting a, a business on the side that just becomes successful and i know that those things require like attention you can't wing it yeah so, and i i don't want to that's something that you have to like Detail yeah, only, yeah, you know, face and yeah, and so that was like a battle, a constant battle for me. And well, speaking from experience, yeah, I know that that battle tires you out to the extent that all you keep doing is fighting. Is fighting that battle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so and and the funny thing is, even with the knowledge of that, it's still it's still like really doesn't necessarily yeah, help it doesn't make you it, stop yeah, fighting exactly. that battle. Yeah. So I think one thing that like helps me a bit is that I can even if I'm having like this thought, okay. I'm, I'm able to still write. Mm, so that's one thing at least you can consistently do. Yeah, but I can't I do don't the, see myself doing do the other yeah, things. So like that kind of just gives me insight that um, what no matter what happens, writing is something that you always have. Yeah, you always find yourself doing. And you always do. Yeah. So that's, well, I mean, that's that's interesting. Right for me, writing is a very big thing. Writing is something yeah. that I've tried that and I feel like I did not succeed at something that maybe I have to try again. But so far, writing is not something that I've acts, it's not something that I've been able to do, it's not something that I like, really understand. I write, yeah. do you get? But it just, I don't know. People will say maybe you should just, you know, yeah, you write know the it cra- out. Like yeah, you that. know, the crazy thing about writing is that I've, I think the only good measure of success for writing is that you have like proof 
of writing. When Prove somebody that you have written something. Yeah, that you are that you write. Mm. Yeah. But I mean, that's not the standard. That's not what people consider to be standard. Yeah, because uh, no matter what career yes, no. you find yourself in. You have to have bestsellers. Uh-huh, exactly. This person has to be talking uh-huh. about your book. Uh-huh. Your book you has know, to be Amazon the most popular. Should, you know, all those yeah, kind of things. You should be getting deals. Yeah. I, I don't know. Well, I would say like the philosophies, philosophers of the old days, I don't know how much bestsellers they had. But yeah. Like, your book are still, or their story, or are still, like, are still very yeah. essential to us. Yeah. So I'm trying to... I feel to, like that's... Sorry. Yeah. I'm, I feel like that's something that is greater than... Whatever. Having a bestseller yeah. at the particular, just yeah. having a bestseller at the, the fact that people can, many years after, they can still connect, so but they can find knowledge. Oh, the fact that yeah. someone is even connecting to it yeah, right now. Yes, yeah, so I have to. So you see, this bestseller thing now is like giving me, it's causing me a lot of stress because I, I have to know what I'm writing for. Like, am I writing because I want to get rich from writing? Book. Yeah, or am I writing because I want people to? I mean, from how I felt, I felt more, I felt a lot better and happier when people tell me, oh, man, I read your story and made me than no matter what somebody has paid me to write. Like, right. I've, the feeling of getting money from my writing has, is nothing compared to what I feel when somebody tells me that, oh, your story, man, I read your story and stuff. So, but, you know, in this life. <laughs> but yeah, I, I feel like that's, an altruistic thing to do yeah. do you understand to intentionally put yourself out there even though it's difficult and yeah. you know just also to be able to connect with people mm-hmm. I, I feel like that's something that is, is very impressive yeah. well, for me yeah uh, so I want to ask you like a question I, I just really want to see I want to hear your perspective okay do you think like do you think that your gift is because yeah i think so you think so yeah why because writing is difficult i don't think there's any writer that doesn't like uh, get disgusted mm. by their own work okay i mean and that thing is just it's very draining when you write something and you have to speak like you have to literally check and you're like, ah, you know, what the fuck? <laughs> I've been doing this since and like, you still have to yeah, go through the same. Like sometimes I can't even construct the perfect sentence. Sometimes I'm looking for a verb oh, that will qualify something mm, and I can't find it. Mm, and it's just really it's draining for something that you do all the time. Mm, and it still feels like you yeah, are still learning. So yeah. I mean, you know, when you learn something now, you learn. You yeah, feel like you get to another yeah, stage, but it's like but you come writing back to sometimes it's like yes, yeah, it's, it's like sometimes I just find myself like okay when I read somebody's work and I'm like fuck, see where this person came up with this sentence. Ah, okay, let me challenge myself. Let me see if I can write something that will flow in that manner, and then for like hours, nothing is coming. Mm. Yeah. Do you think it's English as a language that is constraining? Or it's just you finding I don't think it's a language. way to express I don't think it's yourself. Language. What is it exactly? I think it's the yeah. I mean like there's a gap between what is in your head. There's a gap between what is in your head okay. and what you want to put out. 
like I can have something very that I imagine to be, you know, very good in my head. Yes, and then when I start writing it, I'm like, ah, what the fuck? It's not, it's not, it's not going. <laughs> So. I, I think this is like also kind of like a creative yeah curve. yeah yeah i think it's a creative because curse. you have a concept in your head and yeah. by the time you want to bring it to it, life yeah you just realize that um, this arc is not acting yeah okay fine this arc is acting but it doesn't mean anything yeah you know to just look that way yeah i think it's a creative course i think it's a creative course yeah. but so i asked if you think your gift is a course and you said yeah because it is um what what word did you use? You said because it takes a lot from your shop. Yeah, yeah. it's draining. It's yeah. very draining. Yeah. But since I said a gift and you did not, you know, question question it's... that one, I will assume that you also consider it a gift. Also. And I I don't <laughs> I don't I consider it, I I really really consider it a gift. Mm. Yeah. But if you could trade off, if you could trade it off, what's one thing you trade it off for? Music. Music. Mm, to be able to sing? No, not to understand music. Yeah, melodies. Mm. Like so there's I always say if, if I if I were an artist, I'll be an artist like Dave. Okay. Because he plays the piano and then he raps over the piano. Okay. So it's basically like telling you a story. Yeah, I wish I could do something like that. Oh, okay. But also okay. hope you know that this that same thing will come with the same problem that this is your current gift. I know, I know. <laughs> So it's kind of like almost in a yeah, it's like way. yeah, but I wish I had that kind of gifts. Mm. I mean, it's not to like you know make this writing gifts appear like smaller or anything. But I just wish I had that kind of gifts. Yeah, I get you. I get yeah. you, Anasha. Mm. So I kind of like want to take it to not really another angle, but it's close at the end of the day. We yeah, we out here. We out here. How would you, like in your own words, how would you describe vulnerability? Hmm. I feel like vulnerability is when you don't have to, like you're not hiding your flaws. Like you're not, uh, or you're not denying your flaws. You know, you're just out there accepting it, whether in front of your friend or in front of this mic. Like you're just, you know, are going with that side of you that you don't necessarily want people to see. But either way, you're just putting it out there. But yeah, putting it out there for your people. Mm. Yeah. Do you consider yourself vulnerable? I try not to be. You try not to be? Yeah. Like, I try not to be vulnerable. Oh, okay. Yeah. But do you think that at least... you Because you said try not to be, so sometimes... Yeah, like, I've found myself in, like, situations where I was vulnerable. vulnerable. Yeah. Why why are you trying not to be vulnerable? Because because I don't, I don't want people to see that. I don't want people to see that flow, that particular flow of mine. Like I don't I think they will start seeing me as like I don't know, from that point of view. And they start seeing you from that point of view. Yeah, and I don't want to be seen that way. From that way as Yeah. But don't you think that it will give people the chance to get to know you, know you better, better and understand you better? Yeah, I agree. <laughs> but yeah, but uh, it's not. I don't know. It's not that straightforward for me. I know, obviously, it's not yeah. straightforward. I, I don't. Maybe it's overthinking. But I just know it's not that straightforward. Do you think it's because you have not accepted those flaws 
or you're not comfortable with those flaws yeah. yourself. That, yeah, that's why I said that vulnerability is when like you've not you don't accept you don't accept those flaws. Like as it, as I, I feel like every human being knows their flaws. Like no matter how much you try to deny them, they always pop up. Okay. But is how well you can deny them. Like some of us can really, really, really deny them to the point that we will not recognize them. Oh. Yeah. So, but I mean, I've, I don't want to accept them. I have to struggle to say. That's why I say I don't want to be seen that way because yeah, I, know. I don't want to accept them. <laughs> so it basically means that even you, you don't want to see yourself that way. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to mess with that. Way. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Uh-huh. <laughs> but you know, it's something that's still there in that yeah, way. Like, yeah, because like. I feel like if you are self-aware enough, mm-hmm. you can't hide. Those flaws will just keep up. Popping up. Popping up. Popping up. Yeah. Popping up. Right? They are ugly heads. Yeah, exactly. Every once in a while. Yeah. Mm. And I, I think we talked about it, but is this something that has made it difficult for you to say find love? And I don't even necessarily mean yeah, romantic love, love in just the romantic yeah. them. Yeah, yeah. I think it does. Like, when... You know, when you refuse to like share yourself or open up to people, it kind of creates a, yeah, like, like a gap, like creates like a yeah because yeah it's not crossable yeah it's not crossable at all. <laughs> so yeah, I think it has. I think if I was like more vulnerable, I think I would have more friends. Mm. Yeah, because I think people like to be friends with me. Like that's something that I've always known. Like okay. I always, yeah, like since when I was young, I've always just had like people, both male and female. But I know that most times I'm always the one that is just, they come to me, they want to hang out with me, but me, I will not go to their place. Yeah. I will not tell, I will not text them to see what's going on. Yeah. I won't inquire about their lives. So yeah. obviously, nobody wants to be friends with somebody else. <laughs> so instead, well, I'm, you're my best friend. So yeah. I think you should come for something. Yeah. I'm not, that's <laughs> what I'm saying that like my friends, I'm really grateful, like, for the kind of friends I have because, like, I feel like they see me beyond, they see beyond the world I put up. Mm. Yeah, I'm just with that. Thumbs up to all yeah, the thumbs up to friends. my friends, man. <laughs> you guys are the real MVPs. You guys are the real MVPs. Yep. Interesting, but I, I think for me, the thing I'm very curious about is if you intend to grow from this stage. And now you think that might be possible. <sighs> so you see, since money, I'm answering your question. Yes. But this one, hmm, I don't know. I feel like I'm still in my figuring out stage. I don't know how long. I don't know how long that's. Yeah, I don't know how long that stage is. But I feel like I'm. I just started learning, like, you know, how to connect. Okay. Like to genuinely connect. With I mean, I'm not there yet, but like yeah. now I recognize that is a thing. Okay. Yeah. Before I always, I I just used to blend myself from it and just be like, man, just do your thing and just be yourself. I mean, and just do your whatever you want to do. But I think now, like, I'm more. I have an idea of like, oh, if you are not matching this person's efforts, or if you are not at least showing that you know, okay, is is not a good thing. Mm. Yeah, so I feel like I'm just so little by little. Yeah, I don't know how fast I'll grow. Match up the energy. No, no, not match not up the energy. Like, not not, not match up the energy. Yeah, at least just. Does not matter. But yeah, do yeah, the, but do yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah.
yes, I, I, I don't think it's possible anybody can match up. No, 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 no. I wouldn't even do that. Yeah, it's just oh, and and it's this thing I heard someone say about a relationship. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, people like to define relationship as fifty-fifty. Yeah. Do you understand? But uh, for me, I don't think it can possibly work that way. Yeah, I've I never thought it can possibly work that way. Yeah, I don't think but it can. I, I heard someone like say it in a much clearer way. She said, "It's like a relationship is, you know, everybody bringing their hundred percent." to the table, do you understand? Mm-hmm. And my 100% can look like 50% for you, do you understand? But we both know that we are actively trying trying, and, you know, doing our best. I think yeah. for me, that's what really matters. That's what yeah. makes up a good relationship yeah. or a good friendship or yeah. any way you want to yeah. call it. I think I'm, I'm that guy that, like, doesn't try. Like, you know, I'm the, it, it is what it is, man. Just, yeah, but that's very, very bad. I think it's because of the way you, you define try. Mm-hmm. Do you understand? Like, I'm not going to call someone 100 times a day and expect them to call me back, like, even at least 10 times. Do you understand? All I just want to be clear on is you, are, you care about me as a person. Do you understand? And you won't go out of your way to do harms towards me. Do you understand? We don't have to sit down and talk two for seven. We don't have to, you know. It's just for me, I think that that's something that is really important. And also, the fact that you're always, you're aware of your, like you're self-aware mm-hmm. and you're always trying to work towards something. So, I don't think that, you know, you don't try. I just think it's the way you have defined trying. There are ways that, you try your own way and to be co- and to come effortlessly. Yeah. Do you understand? And people will genuinely appreciate it because they can tell that it's coming from you. Yeah. You know, on my birthday, I said oh, everybody must bring gifts. Everybody must bring gifts. Do you understand? It's not something I usually ins- It's not something I normally insist yeah. about. And honestly, it was not something I was so 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 serious about. Serious about as much as I sounded very serious. Yeah. And when you came, you bought chocolates, biscuit, and M and M. I was very surprised, do you understand? Because it meant that, first of all, you went to home affairs, you know that, okay, Tommy likes chocolates. That little thing, you could have bought a house or you could have bought a car or you could have bought something bigger than that, do you understand? But it's the fact that, I know that that Iwenzo doesn't really like to stress because of whatever reason, but still he went out of his way to get something that he knows that I would definitely like. I I think that that's why I really appreciated it. So it's, it's... also, like for me, it's equivalent to getting buying a car. Yes, do you understand? Because it means that the person buying me a car can also afford it. Yeah, do you understand? And so yeah, uh, like I said, is I think it's what you you define as That's trying true. that makes it. Because I don't think you ever meet up to that standard. You would never call people hundred times a day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> with the amount of work that you do in your head, I yeah, don't think that yeah. that is. I don't think it's that is possible. feasible. Yeah. yeah. I agree. Yeah, I guess the reason I said the tried thing is because, like, I think about, like, people that, you know, put in obvious efforts. Yes. Yeah. And it was almost like I didn't even acknowledge like, their efforts. efforts. Yeah. Mm. So I think that's what I, yeah. Mm. I'm sure you owe a lot of people. Like, yeah. I'm, I, apologies. I, I do, I do, I do. I owe a lot of people. Okay. I know. Well, I, I, well, for me, it's just one of those things in life. I think because... I think the reason why I can be more understanding towards you is I've been in your shoes plenty of times. I've been in a place where people say, 
oh, you know, you're not a, you're not a good friend. You're not trying enough. You're not doing this. And for me, I felt like I was doing a lot yeah. already. Do you understand? And then I realized that, okay, this is what people mean. This is what people... But I knew that I could not meet up to those standards that they wanted me to, meet, you know, yeah. meet. And I know, I know how it made me feel. Do you understand? I know mm-hmm. how that process was. So I think it makes it easier for me to be empathic towards yeah. you mm. and not demand that, ah, call no, me no, no, no. this. Do you yeah. understand? And I know that for a fact, if I really do need you, you'll come true. Mm-hmm. And for me, I think that that's, that's what matters. Yeah. So... But yeah, I, I feel like at the end of the day, we are all still growing, we're still learning. Yeah, so I think like, at least knowing that, that there's a thing like that, you know, for friendships to work, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, you have to just let them know that you, you do really care, no matter how, like whatever we are showing it. So yeah, I think I'm in that stage where I'm learning, I'm saying, okay, at least let me do this and let me just show like yeah in your own little way yeah i mean i know that many years before now i wasn't that guy i was just on my own doing my thing <laughs> <laughs> so maybe you i don't know some years to come yeah maybe nobody like, will have to really doubt that maybe will, maybe like three years uh-huh. nobody really have to doubt that ah, it does not like me. does not like me yeah and you might not even necessarily be so different from the person that you are currently yeah yeah yes okay. very important so um I, I want to ask another question yeah let's go let's go let's go <laughs> do you think that there are enough kind people in this world like I don't mean plenty, but like enough. enough, like enough for the world to, you know. Yeah, I think so. You think so? Yeah, I mean, I think there should be more kind people. You think there can be more kind people? Yes. And they can always be more of everything. I mean, I, not even can. I think there should be more kind people. But the reason I think that there's enough is like, I mean, there are some professions that I just feel like it goes a lot with kindness. Okay. Like being a doctor. Okay. I think, I mean, I want to see it comes from. Maybe from the way I see it. <laughs> Maybe because of my perspective, sure. Yeah. But I mean, I, I think I've seen, like, situations where people actually came through for other people. I mean, like, in the case of an accident or, like, something terrible happened. happened. Yeah. Okay. I mean, at least I used to think that people were worse. Mm. So, so at least there's enough kind people for the world to yeah, go around. So still be like this. <laughs> I mean, because I think I've seen people do a lot of, you know, mean things. And I kind of try to imagine that what if everybody was just mean towards each other like this? Ah. The world would be really unbearable. But yeah, there should be more kind people. Do you think you will ever get to a place in your life where you'll be able to share your life with someone else? Like a stranger, okay. like my friend, like my friends. Not your friends, like like have a life partner. Okay. Yes. Like with a life partner. Yes. Share my like share my all my experiences. Yes. Do you think you ever <sighs> get to like how does it look like realistically now? Does it look like that's possible? Yeah, it looks like it's possible, but there are some things that I still hold on to that I would like to shit mm. yeah so you think you'll be able to let go enough 
Yeah. To if I can let go of those, place. yeah, if I can let go of those things. Yeah, I think yeah, I can. You're you're good to go, and the rest we pray to God. <laughs> yep. Um. So I know that you're someone that like still enjoys yourself even with all your numerous My, life problem. Yeah. Was what are what's one thing that can successfully you know bring you out of your head? <sighs> okay. When I'm talking about like something I'm passionate about, I feel like I always like lose myself to. You always lose yourself to it. Yeah, like when I'm talking, and then when I'm really, really, I'm truly enjoying the conversation with my friends. Mm. Yeah, like I always feel a lot of relief, mm. like in that moment. And it brings you out of your head. Yeah, no, it really, that one I know it really does. Like when the conversation is really interesting, like we're talking about something that we're really enjoying, and everybody's like, oh. Yeah, like I, that's one moments that I think I can't trade. I can't trade for anything. Mm. Yeah, like everybody's like genuinely feeling. Yeah, and everybody's yeah, genuinely like talking, yeah, expressing like, themselves. Yeah. You see, like that. those nights when we play games and like from there we just start talking and like everybody's yeah. really in the conversation. Yeah, those are really priceless for me. Mm. And uh, I think watching movies. Like really good movies. Oh, okay. Because yeah. I know you enjoy watching yeah, movies a lot. Yeah. Because I like stories, so once I see like a movie that is really good, like captivating, yeah, I lose myself to it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Since you like movies, let, let me. What's one movie that you recommend to anybody that kind of goes through something close to what you go through? So I go through. Mm. Uh, ah. <laughs> I'm trying to remember which movie. I can't remember right now. Are you trying to look for like the best movie or you have a particular movie and you just can't remember the movie? I mean, what's like for someone like me, yeah, what really shakes me or like what really makes me connect to a movie mm-hmm. is like okay, so there's a movie like there's this movie uh, Eternal Sunshine of the Something Mind. Okay. Yeah. Is it a movie or a series? You no, know, it's a movie. Okay. Eternal Sunshine of the uh, Something Mind. Yeah. No, so I it was about it. like yeah, it was about love. And mm. it was about people, you know, somebody being in love and then she went to get her memory wiped. Okay. And then the guy was still very in love with her. And then eventually he went to get his memory wiped too. So. Mm. But they still found a way. Back to each other. Yeah. Um, Romance, are, are you right? Yeah, that's, that was like... So, that kind of story, obviously, was not your typical romance. Yes. Yeah, so, like, that kind of story touched me. When I watched um, Fight Club... Yeah. yeah. That kind of story touched me because, like, that was not... Somebody took an emotion or took, like, something mm-hmm. and then just made a crazy story out of it. Yes. Yeah, and I feel like... Our lives are crazy stories. Like our lives are yeah. definitely crazy yeah. and stories. And then, like most of the movies that people watch are just cause and effects. You know, mm. actor, those who's the villain, who's not. Action, but like, reaction. Yeah, but like our stories are deeper than life that. is like, much. Yeah, life is deeper than like those things. So yeah, those are the kind of stories that I feel like I would like to recommend to people. That I mean, watching those kind of movies bring like a lot of perspective that you probably not have thought about. And uh, it just helps you to see beyond, like, I don't know, whatever problems that you that's might seem to be battle. Might be going through right now. Yeah, I mean, that's how it works for me. Okay. 
So like right now, in this year, your current age, mm-hmm. if you were to imagine your perfect life, what would it look like? <laughs> That's a very lovely question. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, so if you asked me that question like 10 years ago, okay. I would have said that the perfect life for me was to be working at, I don't know whatever job, okay. working at a job that I really, really, really like. Okay. And I would be, let's say now, I would have gotten married. Mm. Yeah. Because I feel like my, oh, yeah, yeah, my parents, if like I went the route, that typical route yeah. of like working in an office, I wouldn't have escaped like the pressure of that lifestyle because i feel i feel like i would have just continued in that, in that lifestyle so i would have married i would be living in like lakey or like mm. a very nice place very nice house yeah nice house and then come home meet my fine car have a driver you know typical baby boy lifestyle <laughs> but if you asked me that this question like right now right now my perfect life would be a life where i just wake up Mm-hmm. Morning, and I just take a stroll, probably within like a place I consider safe, mm-hmm. comfortable, and I'll just you know. If you can p- picture a location in Lagos, what what would that be? Ah, where would that be? It has to be like an estate. Yeah, like where Medina, Bagada Phase Two, Lekki, or like Magudo. Magudo, okay. Yeah, let's say Magudo. Okay. And I'll just take a stroll come back to my house, write whatever story that is in my head. Okay. You know, put the story out there or like, obviously I'll have different stories, put my story out there, compile my story into like a collection of essays and I'll have like an audience that is willing to pay for. Like, that feels like my work is, my, uh, your work, work is worth paying for. Mm. and I don't even necessarily have to be rich. Like, I don't want to, I don't have to be like, have millions, just enough for me to say, okay, you know what, this thing can sustain my lifestyle. And that's, that's cool. That's like the kind of life that mm-hmm. I want. Would and you I, permit me to ask what is, like what is currently in drain that? In drain. Ah, because. You from having that life. <laughs> ah, nobody's paying for my work yet. Because <laughs> nobody's paying for your work yet. Yeah. Hmm. I didn't know you wanted people to pay for your work. I want people to, like, if I write a book, mm-hmm. I obviously want people to buy the book. Because which other way will I get more? <laughs> I mean, that's how I see it. Yeah. I mean, not like, say, I'll post a story and you know, like, I want to sell, like, a collection of, say, essays or stories and have, like, a big audience. I want, I want my work to be famous. I want my name to be famous. Like, I want people to know me, know my work. And how how do you think that you can, like, push that or make that happen? Is it time? Is it something you think you need to be doing right now? I, I think it's just sacrifice and patience. Like, sacrifice and patience? Yeah. I have to be willing to do the work mm. and do it every day. Like, wake up in the morning, write the actual story, write all the stories, compile them, promote them. Promote them, like, be out there and like you know doing the actual work and saying okay buy my book and all that okay so is that um actual work that you're not doing right now yeah i'm not doing that work i mean i am i'm still hoping for a miracle 
Miracles <laughs> <laughs> come every day. Yeah, I guess. Okay, so. Wednesday. To be very honest, we've, we've been talking a lot. Yeah, and we've said a lot of things. And we can still say more. Is there yeah. anything you want us to still talk about? Discuss? I mean, I'm open. Right now, I'm just... You're an open book. Yeah, I'm an open book. I'm you can keep talking for the next one hour. Yeah. I, I think I came prepared. Mm, interesting. I came to talk. Okay. Um, have you ever considered therapy? Yes and no. Why yes and why no? I consider therapy because, I mean, I think it's going to help me. But often, like, I come across, like, you know, people that have gone to therapy, mm-hmm. their experiences... And I kind of realized that there's a difference between when you have like mental health issues, okay, and when you're mentally ill. Mm. I mean, I've not gone for any uh, what's it called like psychoanalysis, da- any diagnosis, yeah, but at least I've self diagnosed a lot of things I do, okay, and I came up with. The fact that I think I have ADHD. Oh. And so I think about how, like, people that have that kind of illnesses always, like, have to also back and forth between, like, it's just almost impossible to escape their illness. And, like, even though they've done therapy, they thought they were feeling better. Yeah. They always just find it, like, the illness just finds ways to just defeat them. And so... (laughs) Not defeat, I mean, like, uh, yeah, I get just, you. yeah. So, I have this, obviously, from overthinking, I'm like, okay, start therapy, be okay for six months or a year. And then, then go back to, back to ground, zero. ground zero. And so, it just, and then the other reason why, no, why I said no is because as a, as somebody that grew up in, like, a, an environment where mental, anything mental, this thing was like frowned upon. Like, once you have any mental illness, you are mad. There's no, <laughs> there's no saying that. And so I think about like the, the word has escaped me. It's very popular. You think about the stigma. Yeah, I think about the stigma that comes with like you know saying that you have mental or like clear or accepting that, that you mental. have mental. Yeah. So like, there's that battle. They have to fight like once you go to therapy now, you know that you know that the issue did. <laughs> and you have to face that issue. And so I think like am I ready? Mm. Should I face even face so this part of my life where like I need to be okay financially or like I need to get gainful employment, mm. then from there you know start dealing with yeah, therapy so, or not yeah so like it's just that battle okay so yeah but yeah i've considered therapy like I so mean, I, why I like yes therapy. yes because i would like for somebody that is an expert mm-hmm. so well let's talk somebody that's an expert yeah because i feel like perspective they give me a lot of insights mm. and they will help me see why i do some things i do why I'm feeling some kind of emotions that I'm feeling mm. and what I'm thinking, whatever I'm thinking. Mm. So yeah, I think 
I think a therapist can help me help me with that. Do you think you would get to a place where you know it becomes a yes fully and yeah, I think I I think I'll go to therapy like I I don't see a future of myself where I don't speak to a therapist. Mm. I mean, yeah. There's this show I used to watch, Sopranos. Okay. The guy is a drug dealer, but he goes to therapy. Okay. He has anxiety issues, but he's, a, he's an actual gangster. Like, he kills people, he does bad things. Yeah. But he has anxiety issues, and he has to struggle. He has to fight with it because he doesn't want to be seen. As weak. As weak, yeah. So he has to fight with that. And like, I mean, I'm not a gangster, but like, <laughs> I relate to, I should have said that. You should have said? That show. Mm. Yeah, that's a good show for What did you call the name? Sopranos. The Sopranos, Sopranos yeah. It's an HBO show. Oh, okay. It's a very good show because like the guy is Italian and like a drug dealer. Uh, yeah, so those. Yeah. I mean, so I'm not a drug dealer, but like I can relate to the fact that, you know, he doesn't want people to see that light. And he's also struggling to accept that. Somebody, somebody that is like a macho man like himself. That is gangster yeah, and kills and, people for a, yeah, living, a living and exactly. it's going to be Yeah. So I really I really relate to the story. Mm. There's a lot of work we need to do as human beings. Yeah. And for you that's just your own personal mm-hmm. journey. Yeah. I will go through it alone with us. Yeah, yeah. I trust you, I trust you. <laughs> yeah, should I no, I'm not ready for your question. I'm still talking. There are things to see. I know. My head is just. Don't worry, we, we have time Everywhere. now. Everywhere. This is what they call Ayeshe Bere. Ah, you said splinted things. Yes, sir. That's it, sir. That's it, sir. That's why I can't keep up. Yeah, that's right. Ah, yes, so uh, there's this um issue that I think I would like to talk about personally. Okay, what's that? That I bought so. And is. I, I don't know if that's the right emotion, but I think it is shame. Mm. Yeah, I think I deal with, with a lot of shame. Mm. So, I spend a lot of like time wondering if it's a trauma response. Okay. Yeah, maybe my. I don't know. We used to. I mean, somebody shy used to shame me for something. And mm. like, I was like something that I really held on to. Growing and up like in it our Nigerian community, someone yeah. is always teacher, parents. Yeah, it's always making you feel. Always, yes. Yeah. So I think it really stuck, and I deal with a lot of shame, like across, you know, all my personal issues. Like, you know, I wouldn't want to speak up about something because I feel ashamed about it, or I wouldn't want to express a feeling because I feel ashamed about, about it. it. Yeah. And I, I think it's affecting my relationship i mean i have a romantic relationship and i think it's so much affecting me so i think what brings about shame most of the time is because it's something we don't want to find ourselves doing something that other people would not accept yeah something that anyways a certain standard that should have been set and you know Maybe we can't meet up to it for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. We'll not be bold enough to talk about it or even think about it or admit it to ourselves. Yeah. So, like, can you, like, tell us one thing you felt shame about? Yeah, sure. It can be something currently going or something, like, in the past. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so, I... There's, a, there's an age difference between somebody that I'm, 
I have an intimate relationship with. Okay. And I'm finding it difficult to deal with like the age difference. Like I feel ashamed about it. And I mean the logical part of my brain mm-hmm. knows that it's not a big deal. Like it's not even a big deal at all. But I just can't You can't just I can't, accept yeah, it. I've not been able to defeat that shame. Like it's something that pops up. Is your response to Everyone something that maybe doesn't like sit well with you or you feel is not right? Is it like always or is the emotion you feel, the first emotion you feel, is it mostly always shame? Like most times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially like in public. Yeah, I think I feel a lot of shame in public. Like, yeah, I, I feel like that's part of what affects my, like that's part of what causes my social anxiety. Like, okay. Yeah, I think I feel shame about maybe if I'm not speaking up enough or how I'm being perceived by somebody. Mm. Yeah. Wow. Interesting. Mm-hmm. So what do you think is like the ideal age gap between people that... That's do? that's the crazy thing. No, no, no. I, I know it's crazy, but... Yeah. like Just the, indulge me. I I mean, as long as person is not like... Below 18. Yeah, yeah. Not underage, underage. Yeah, underage. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. And I think like let's say maybe a twenty year plus gap. <laughs> like I said, the person has become like let's say maybe twenty eight. Yeah, I feel like okay. I mean, you've gone through enough like life experiences to be with like someone that's twenty years older. But let's say maybe like you are twenty and the person is like thirty. I feel there's a there's a gap. Okay. Uh, why does why does that gap bother you personally? Yeah, because of exploitation, basically. Expectations. Exploitation, exploitation. Oh, exploitation. Yeah, yeah. Like, Interesting. It's something that I even discussed with said person because I was like, is there at any, have you at any point felt like... As, you have because been I'm exploited. Yeah, because I'm older than you. Exploited. Like, exploited that. Okay. So, and I know like, because of the way, the dynamics of relationships yeah. in Nigeria, most times men... Mm. already feel like they are the boss of their wives and so when you look at the age again like obviously somebody that's already older than you already feels like yeah you know he can talk to you he can beat you and stuff so like i from that lens okay i i'm trying to turn the lens inward like i hope you're not yeah, yeah. i hope i'm this. not you're doing not, that line. Yeah, yeah. I mean, exactly well I don't know. I don't know if this sounds strange, but when you said shame, that's why I asked you to like give a real life scenario. Like, I, I think it's even impressive that you are feeling shame for something like this, mm-hmm. and the reason why the shame is even coming up. Yeah. Because a lot of people won't feel shame if they feel shame because of that. It's not because they think that you know there's an age difference and it's easy to exploit. Yeah. So it shows that you're self-aware. Mm-hmm. It shows that you're actually kind mm-hmm. and you're putting the other person yeah. like you're into consideration. Yeah. You know, you really care enough to not, you know, let her feel that way. Yeah. To even know if like there's any instance of her feeling that yeah. way. And yeah, wherever you are out there. <laughs> But like and and um um like it's for me, Shad. Like the example you gave is kind of impressive. Yeah. But the thing is, 
I don't know. I, I really don't know how your mind works exactly. Uh-huh. But I don't think there's any relationship, no matter the age gap, you know, 50 years, 10 years, whatever year it is, you know, close age mates, you know, whatever yeah. the dynamics is, uh-huh. that exploitation is not possible. It's not really just really about, like, peculiar to age that difference. age difference thing. Sure. It might be easier because yeah. you know you have the older person has gone through more experience Experience's, than the younger yeah. person. But and that's why if if you're going to like say date a younger person, you know what you're getting out of it. Do you mm-hmm. understand? And she probably knows what she's getting that's out happened. of it. Do you understand? Is it what's it? Is it and I feel like those are the things that should matter before i know you know this (laughs) it still would not necessarily change the feeling of um shame yeah Mm -hmm. but i feel like you have to accept it's something that you have to accept because for me i feel like i can be very forceful for sometimes so i always have to check my still have to always check myself and okay am i not putting this person's feelings into consideration Mm -hmm. am i just going ahead so it's even something that I deal Jeez, with and bro. there's no age yeah. difference anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Do you understand? I just feel like it's something that keeps you in check. Yeah. And you should probably try and see it more for me positive lights than in negative lights. Light. Yeah. Because it it will always keep you in check. It will always make you, you know, um, live up to that standard that you've created for yourself. Like you're not taking advantage of somebody. Do you understand? And as much as possible, try to see it as a positive thing. Mm, yeah. Yeah. And then you, you spoke about like having social anxiety. Yeah. So when you go out, you wonder how people perceive you. Yeah. You wonder, have you ever, like, do you feel like when you're in that room, you're the only person that is conscious? No. Okay. I mean, like, use my research. I know how, like... No, no, I don't mean research. Let's leave research. Okay, like, personally. Like, personally, you go to... Yeah, so, you know that thing I said about, like, seeing myself in a... From a negative light? Yes. Yeah, so, I feel like that comes a lot in play. Okay. Because I have, like, I'm extremely self-conscious. Okay. So, I can be thinking of something. Mm-hmm. Like, let's say, maybe what's seated, And then I see an expression on somebody's face. Okay. And... I start to break the expression down. Uh, what could uh, that person, person thinking? That hope they are not thinking like what this person thinks. Uh, I'm here to just irrational. Oh, yeah, irrational yeah, I get that. Irrational that I recognize that are irrational thoughts. Mm-hmm. You know, but like, it's an emotion. Yes, and it's an emotion. It's, yeah, it's a response to something yeah, somewhere. Exactly. Somehow. You can't fight it with your logic. Yeah. It's just going to be there. So. I, I think I do that a lot. Do you think it comes from low self-esteem? So that's not... I, I, I have thought about it. Okay. But then, like, I don't check certain boxes when it comes to, like, low self-esteem because on another side, I think very highly of myself. Like, yeah, yeah. I can see that. I know that you think very highly of yourself, <laughs> yeah, but so I just needed to ask that. Exactly. So I think that's why when I asked this person, I, the person asked was the mother. Okay. I think when I asked him, that's why... It, he told me that he doesn't think he's low self-esteem because he knows that I think I love myself. Yeah. Assuming so, I don't think he's low self-esteem. I don't think he's low self-esteem. So, that's why I said, I don't know if it's a trauma response. Mm. I don't know, yeah. But I, I just know it is there. It's but there these days, like, because I've become much more self-aware, 
Okay. I've like I can always like put that back on my mind and not say whatever you this emotional. Whatever it is that is bringing you, okay, mm-hmm. this is not the right place. <laughs> are, are you aware of other people's emotions? Not relating to you. My own, yeah. Yeah, like not relating to me. Yeah. Not relating to you, but like, okay, this person is sad. Yeah. Or you're aware of that. Yeah, I think I, I can recognize, I can recognize that. And like, my biggest problem so far has been that I don't know how to... So when I see somebody feeling sad... Okay. I start to, I don't know what, to, I don't know what the reason is, but like, I put myself in the position. Sure. And what comes to my head is they want to be left alone. Mm. Yeah. So it doesn't let me show when instead the person might. Want I'm to just want someone to talk, talk to, to them. Yeah. So, and. Why? Why do you think that they want to be left alone? Is it because yeah, that's what I say. I, I always put, yeah, yeah, I always, I always put myself in their shoes, so, and that's how I always respond. Mm. Like, so that's how I think they will respond. But do you like sometimes have room to say that? Oh, okay, you know, maybe this person is not like me. Maybe maybe, maybe this person wants to talk, talk to someone. Or most times, it's always just yeah. okay. This person is sad, and you know, if I'm sad, I'd like to be left alone. Mm. Is I, that? That's how it has been up until like I think recently. I think okay. I, I started learning like. I want to talk to people and say, oh, what are you going through? What's I, going on? I yeah. see that you're sad. What's... Yeah. Is everything in the UK? It's part of my learning, my growth. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the reason why I ask is because for me, when when I go to like a social gra- gathering and maybe I'm feeling anxious and then I'm not comfortable or for whatever reasons, maybe I don't like what I wear, or I don't think I look good, or yeah. I think that someone is probably judging me for something. Something, yeah. I just try to remember that, okay, why well, I'm in a setting, like, this is something that works for me, do you understand? I'm in this setting, and there are, say, over 30 other people here, mm-hmm. with They're 30 de- different unique problems, do you yeah. understand? There are 30 different unique like styles, 30 different unique personalities. Do you understand? Mm-hmm. So, like, they might actually be focused on their own self. Their own self or mm-hmm. other things. Or they might even be feeling the way I'm feeling. And all yeah. of us are just uncomfortable yeah. together. Do you understand? Yeah. And people respond to the same things in different ways. Yeah. Do you understand? Someone might be feeling uncomfortable and like, dancing. Yeah, exactly. And, and someone might feel uncomfortable and, and go and sit in a corner. corner and just stay there. So, I just. For me, I, I now try to picture that, oh, okay, so definitely, you know, not everybody's going to be thinking like me, not everybody's yeah. going to be feeling what I am feeling. Yeah. So, you know, I that makes it easier for me to, like, remove my mind from it than yeah. have fun yeah. in that moment. Yeah. But I understand that sometimes the feeling can be overwhelming yeah. um, because our brain needs, yeah. it can just, like, shut your brain yeah. down Because I, I, I know it used to be, like, a lot worse for me and then, like, somehow I just started, like, Oh, yeah, the other. I was just like, whatever our phone. So, but okay. So you mentioned something. You mentioned that um, shame emotion is probably a trauma response. Mm-hmm. Can you probably think of something very traumatic in your past that makes it easy for you to feel shame when you're not comfortable with something? Yeah, and like the reason why I don't know if I'm going to talk about this. Okay, is because I. It's easy to like think that I'm putting blame, you know, on, on the parents or, or somebody. But like, I mean, I've had a situation where 
you know, I was someone told me to come money. Someone what? Told you to come money. money. Okay. And like everybody was looking at me doing it. Yes. And so I just felt like and then somebody spoke and said, Why was I doing it so slowly? Oh, okay. Uh, like I'm not I'm not sharp enough. Okay. And like that just made me feel so ashamed of myself. Like, why can't I like it's money? Yes. It's not. So yeah, that's and there they've been like other instances where like I'm doing something and instead of me to be corrected and say, Oh, you're not doing this yeah, is how it's just like, oh you are you don't know how to do it. You don't, you don't know how to, know how to. yeah, I, I, I get like, that. I feel like that kind of traumatizes even as adults, people still do it. You yeah. you are doing something and then you know, someone has a view about it. And the view might be correct or might yeah. be true. But it's but I think it's the way they, they make say you feel it. like it. Do you understand? Yeah. They make you feel stupid that yeah. oh you're not folding those you clothes say, well yeah, now. Yeah, ah. yeah, exactly. And they'll make it sound like instead of you should just say, Oh, have you thought of, you know how to do it like just this. doing it this way and doing it gently? Maybe it might make it easier for you to but no people I, I don't know. I don't know. I I really can't um I think it's sometimes for for different people it works differently. If I say something like that, it's because Maybe I expected you to be doing it better and then I'm not conscious of your feelings at that moment. But I try to be conscious of it and speak better towards people. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, maybe do it this way. Is it... Do you understand? Mm-hmm. And the opinion you might even have about what they are doing might not matter yeah. to that thing she gets. Mm-hmm. It might just be, this is a way that works for me. Do you understand? Yeah, I don't like... My way. Yes, I don't like folding the clothes in my wardrobe because it's easier for me to find my clothes when it's scattered. Yeah, yeah. It might work for me to, you know, yeah. get my... Find my clothes when mm-hmm. it's arranged. But it's just letting people, like, be people. Yeah, do you understand? Exactly. Letting people with your... Pe- especially when it's not affecting you... You, exactly. ...as a person. Yep. But... I feel like people don't have... Yeah, I feel like our society... The capacity prides, to... Yeah, it prides itself on, like... Picking out, you know, you are weak because this, this, you are this, doing this, your this, own that, thing that, this way, yeah, and then this is a strong person because the because person is doing that. Yeah, that. in the way that everybody accepts. Well, and if you grew up in Nigeria, ah, you can't escape <laughs> that kind of society. If your parents don't traumatize you directly, yeah, you find someone else that's yeah, do it the environment will be for you. Yep. It's it's really a tough thing too. Yeah. But either way, Sha, if it's really a trauma response, I think it would be advisable to just really look at it. And it's not really about train blame anywhere. You can't even blame yourself, do yeah. you understand? Even if, and you can't necessarily even blame the person because yeah. the person yeah. might be responding to so trauma. Own, exactly, too, exactly. Do you understand? Like it, so it's just it, understanding that it's yeah. a circle and yeah. circle of, you know, and yeah. you're finding a way to kind of break, break out of it. Out of it. Yeah. I feel like that's the best we can do. Yeah. I was telling the something like I said, when I look at people, okay. I there's something I see that I always hope that it doesn't happen to me. People cannot step outside of their reality. Yes. It's very difficult. Extremely yes, difficult. Like, extremely difficult. People grow up in the reality and they are forced to live in their reality forever. And I'm like, I hope I don't become that person. Because like sometimes you see this thing that we're talking about, like yes, it's something that I I I see like I'm like ah yes now you see it, I don't you see it to, in real time yeah I don't want to respond this way that I'm responding but like because it has become my reality so much it's extremely so difficult difficult to break out yeah, from so well I think the first step is even recognizing, recognizing. yeah I think so the too. rest can follow yeah possibly 
Lorenzo, we have spoken a lot. Maybe we, we should have, do a <laughs> I swear, maybe we should. Maybe we should do a part two. Yeah, maybe we should. Another session. Yeah, but it went Miami. Thank you. Feminist. Thank you for joining me. It has yeah. been a really interesting time. Very, very interesting. And, like, and thank you for all the goodies. Like, oh, oh, I've enjoyed myself. You're welcome. You're welcome. Yeah. And um, also, another thing I would like to say is thank you for your support. Mm-hmm. You know, for this whole thing. And mm-hmm. I'm really grateful to you. So thank you very much. And thank you. Yeah. Appreciate. So now you get to ask your question. question. <laughs> yeah, my question. So, my question is, uh, what is your goal? And what would you do if you didn't achieve that goal? Ah, God, I wish you didn't answer now. <laughs> <laughs> and what would I do if I... If you didn't achieve that goal? Mm, if I don't achieve the goal. Okay, interesting question. Yeah. Give you a very, very, very. But now I don't know now. Yes, because. uh, I'll give you a very, 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 very detailed answer. Answer. I would love to hear it. Thank you very much. And also, one last thing I would just like to add is, when you are treating yourself as a person, you should also be conscious that you're you're a human being also, and you know try to treat yourself with love patience and kindness Mm -hmm. you know try to be able to forgive yourself as a person i think it's something that i always try to do yeah because i'm not beyond fault as much as other people are not beyond fault so when i do something like that was really a fuck up Mm -hmm. you know even if it wasn't even if it was unintentional i try to just really admit it and find a way to forgive myself i think it makes it better better it makes it easier for me to yeah yeah i like that so thank you very much. Thank you guys for listening in. Thank you guys, man. I hope you have like a swell time listening. So stay blessed. Respect and in public.